and welcome to Thoughts from Player One, a bi-weekly podcast where we discuss a narrative-focused video game. As sometimes, I'm Michael. I'm Duncan, and who who is this Michael character? I don't... Where's my Alex? Well, yeah, some bad news about Alex. Alex, yeah. um, he's, uh, he's, he's dead. He's dead to me. Yeah, he's dead to me because he, he went in the middle of a move, and now he's not here right now. Yeah. But he'll and, be back. And now I have to reprise my role, just like when... <laughs> We did review Doki Doki Literature Club, and I'm here to save the podcast. He's here to save the podcast, make sure we don't miss a posting date. Because if it was just me, it would be miserable. <laughs> and otherwise, we'd just have to get, like, Alex in a car or, like, it just it would just be bad. So, you know, this yeah. is the best solution. Michael's a real good, good person. And uh, I said, you know, Michael, pick the game. You know, pick the thoughts from player one game yeah and i perused my steam library uh and i, and I picked a game called uh, valley 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 is a game it's a, it's a 3d platformer is developed by a studio blue isle studios it's uh it's currently 20 dollars, and it is a game where you are an explorer of types an archaeologist and you go to discover this thing called the life seed that everyone's like, eh, it's a bunch of bull hockey. And uh, you go there and discover this thing called the leaf suit, where you are able to run and jump at high speeds and you collect power-ups through the games. And uh, you can also give and take life from nature. A pretty general question here. Yeah, a fairly people. common question. Right, a common question. You know, whenever you're trying to break the ice, you, know, you ever been on a first date and you go, Hi, uh, it's really nice to meet you. I yeah, I just I just like to uh, ask questions to start. You know, uh, have you ever okay. like ran really fast down a hill before? <laughs> oh, gee, Duncan, I, I don't know why you're asking me that at this uh, four-star restaurant because obviously I have. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're trying to wine and dine restaurant? me? <laughs> well, I uh, I would hope so. I'm not a cheap date. Boy, we're going to Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is a step up from Subway, so you know what? Yeah, uh, you, you, you're a, you're heading in the right direction, boyo. You know? Tell me, tell me about a time you ran really fast down a hill. I've actually, I've got two times. I got right. two times because apparently I do this uh, frequently in my life. One time I was sober, and one time I was not. <laughs> Which one do you want to hear first? Sober, sober, sober. That was my attempt at a Mario Kart sound. Keep going. That, that was why. That was <laughs> like when you hit an item and it goes. Oh. When you hit an item box, jeez. Oh, okay. Did not get that. But moving forward, fast down a hill. The first time I did it is I went to the dunes in Indiana. Have you ever been there? No. Okay. But I know what it looks like. Yeah, the Indiana Dunes, it's massive hills of sand. And I mean, just so big. I got to the top of one of them. I was going with some friends. And we decided, you know, we'll just run down it. So I get to the top, and I start sprinting. And then immediately I thought, oh, this is a mistake. I'm going too fast. Oh, dear God, please, I'm going to die. Please stop. But I had probably another 30 stories straight down to go. Holy shit. I know, it was so far. But about halfway through... Halfway through, I'm running at the speed of sound. I'm, I'm like, sanic fast, right? 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing, rolling around at the speed of... It's going through my head. Yep. Mm-hmm. And halfway through, I see a log <laughs> directly in my path. And I'm going so fast that I don't have time to, like, move to the left or right. So I yeah. jump. And at the speed I was going, I probably did a long jump of about, like, 25 feet. You probably did feet. a leaf suit long jump. I did! I double jumped in the air. Uh, there, there were no sky hooks for me to attach to. And then I just, uh, I ate shit. I ate wow. shit, and I spiraled, and I fell down. And I'm just surprised it didn't break anything. I like that story. Yeah. I, I almost don't want to hear the drunk one. Oh. I was, I was satisfied with that one. Oh, that's good. You don't Save have that one for parties. Uh, well, for parties. Definitely. What about you, Duncan? Have you ever have <laughs> yeah. you ever run fast like like Naruto, just arms behind your back? <laughs> See, it's funny because this one's the opposite. Big hill. Looked at my dog, and I'm like, "You want to run down this hill?" And I should have just I should have just let the leash go and just ran down with him because you know he's always staying next to me. But what did your dog say? I kept the. Uh, <laughs> He said, he said, I'd very much like that. <laughs> so we ran down, and I held onto the leash, and uh, he just went faster than me, and uh, I tripped because oh, he no. just like pulled so hard, and I fell on my face, and I tumbled down the hill. Oh, geez. I didn't break anything, but it hurt. And but then that explains why your face like... is like that today. Right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> face is like that permanently. Oh. <laughs> I made permanent changes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's, what, that's what happened to my uh, my eyebrows. Your eyebrows just skidded off your face. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was this like, I like was I like this to, like a grass hill? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Pretty normal, but I like to to think that people think I don't have any eyebrows. <laughs> I've seen your eyebrows; they're very prominent. <laughs> oh, thank. Quite you. stately, even. <laughs> You've got stately yeah. eyebrows, Duncan. So by the end of that, my dog was just looking back at me like. We, we good? We done with this shit? So, He's like, no, I my... can't tell if you're surprised or not. You don't have any eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's... Uh, that. If, I, if we both would have had leaf suits in that situation, we both probably would have been better. Yes, and we also probably would have drowned in the nearest puddle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we're going to take this this story bit by bit, brick by brick. You want to go over kind of like the first part of this? Yeah, I'm sure, glad. I can do that. So we open this game with, with a short opening cutscene. It's the slow zoom out on a desk <laughs> with like an answering machine. And, and there's this guy, presumably your friend, talking to you saying, Oh, well, uh, what are you hunting down again? This this life seed sort of thing? Oh, geez, that's super weird. But hey, if you find it, I'll buy you a beer and turn you into Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> turn you into he says he'll give you a, a fedora and a whip yeah in return for your tinfoil hat <laughs> yeah i didn't get that comment she's not like your character isn't like a conspiracy theorist i feel like they uh, he have definitely a is he is what? a conspiracy theorist if if you look at the back of that slow zoom out there's there's that like there's that super tacky thing where they put all the pictures on the walls with those strings oh, connecting everything. Yeah. It's like I that guess. scene from It's Always Sunny where uh, Charlie is in the mail room and he's saying there's a huge conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right there. Yeah. yeah. So he's okay. definitely definitely a weirdo masquerading as an archaeologist. Yeah. 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 I, I like how he also says, why don't you like 
backpack around in China or take a month in Thailand. Yeah, like a normal like normal person, person does. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's what we start with, and you know, oh, but my favorite part about that, there's a book on his desk, and it's just called Canoeing for Beginners, and it's just but got also, a picture of a canoe on it. But also, he mentions that you got. Can, he's like, I hope those canoe lessons pay off. Yeah. So why do you need a canoe guide for beginners if you literally got canoe training? Yeah, it doesn't... It, it was just a very silly <laughs> addition. It is really weird. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird choice, so... Yeah. Yeah, already plot. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So, after after the opening cutscene, you're kind of like kayaking, canoeing through a river, and then you crash and come up into a cave, and you get these weird little white blurbs of text that tell you what your character is supposed to be thinking and mm-hmm. so they're like what is this place did i stumble upon this or that or the other thing and i just want to first off say i hate these white bubbles of text really? i hate them i hate them they're so annoying everything that they're saying is things that i'm already thinking but like, that's I don't, kind of the point but i don't need them it's like it's like a game that's trying to hold my hand for the story. It's like they're trying to tell me like, "Hey, this is this is what's going on right now. Don't forget you don't know where you are. Don't forget this." Well, uh, okay. You're right about that, but also it does give the character that you're playing a voice without actually giving him an audible voice. And I think that's important. Because you are playing someone who has his own thoughts. It's not I, just like the 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 faceless protagonist sort of thing. But you're, I think I'm okay with that if the character had any amount of depth. But a lot of the questions and things that they're doing are just based on what any normal, rational person would think or do. That's true. Yeah. And, I mean, by the end of it, I think they're, they definitely take a side on it. But for the first, like, couple of chapters, it's pretty... It's... It's pretty like they don't. I mean, they don't like really hammer it in. But every time they came up, I went, "Yes, I don't know where I am." <laughs> yes, the, the that is the life seed. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I don't know. That part, uh, that part rubbed me the wrong way. Eh, I kind of liked it, but you know what? Yeah. Agree to disagree. Yeah. yeah. So yes. you uh, walk through a cavern and you find the leaf suit and are treated to a fallout kind of video of like black and white it's like this is how you use the leaf suit the voice actor for that one was real good oh man he was (laughs) just 10 out of 10 would take the valley disc and throw it out my window (laughs) (laughs) the valley disc (laughs) (laughs) if it still came on i threw my computer out the window actually i'm doing this over my phone (laughs) Oh, it was it was so ah, I did that was such a bad bit of voice acting. Yeah, it was really hard to listen to. Which I promise I like parts of this game. I promise. I promise. Oh yeah. So don't yeah. don't think I'm just ripping it, but yeah, that was that was pretty rough too. Yeah. Uh, but so it maybe does, it's it a does... good thing that the yeah. character that the protagonist doesn't have a voice. Exactly, cuz then he'd sound like that. <laughs> yeah, what if you had to listen to that the entire game? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it sounded, but it was pretty Life and death itself are part of the many stunts accomplished by the leaf suit. 
And don't forget to keep an ear out for new upgrades available for your suit, as our scientists continue looking for new ways to improve the fearsome might of the leaf suit. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, but the it does provide, like, some interesting bits of information of, like, the time period that these leaf suits were made and um, the kind of people who are using them and what a pathfinder is, um, which is pretty much just, like, someone who is using the suit to explore the area. Um, yeah. I think uh, a lot of holes come with that of just being, like, so there's this giant, giant area that hasn't been mapped out and no one else knew about until now. Oh yeah, it's insane. Do you think this this takes place in modern day, right? Definitely. Yeah. You I mean, see from... it, it, at least at least from like the seven like the eighteen hundreds on, like it had to be some or nineteen hundreds on. I mean, like, it had to be some time during there. Well, no, no, no. Like when this character is exploring the valley, I would argue that it's like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's like a physical tape in the recorder, and then like this crappy old Mac with like the green text on the screen. But yeah, um, I guess you're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you can surmise that this is hey, all this stuff happened probably post World War II with with this whole like Fallout shelter projectors explaining yeah, everything. Kind of yeah. yeah. What did you so... uh, What did you think about the name of the suit? leaf suit i thought it was kind of cool i liked i liked the i mean the acronym was whatever but i kind of liked that it was called leaf because i I did kind of feel like a flying floating fast leaf going around through the wind yeah like a leaf on the wind watch how i soar yeah oh that's a quote that is a quote quote. do you know and then something terrible happens (laughs) (laughs) spoilers hey hey you don't know what it's from or who's saying it (laughs) (laughs) I thought the acronym was hot garbage. Really? Hot garbage. Oh, the actual acronym itself? Yeah. What does it stand for again? Leap through No, wait. Leap leap effortlessly through the air functionality. Oh. That's dumb. That's I like <laughs> I just like calling it like, you know, you're a leaf. Oh, it's leaf effortlessly through the air functionality suit. There's, there's, there's so too many like suit. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like, oh, uh, like I think they just came up with the name of the suit, leaf suit, and they're like, okay, let's just let's just throw to together acronym. something that fits, and yeah. we're just gonna stick with that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably you're probably a hundred percent right there. Yeah. So, um, then when you get the leaf suit, it just you're just like in it. Um, you kind of start running through these um these hills and across water and you learn that if you jump into water you die um and if you die you come right back to life and mysteriously the Mm -hmm. the fauna the trees the deer the little bunny rabbits uh every time you die part of the valley starts to die with you so it looks like the valley is taking some of its own like life force in air quotes and putting it back into you so that you can keep running around like an idiot and killing the valley. And I also forgot to mention the uh, there's a mechanic in the game where you can uh, left click to take or to give life to things and right click to remove it and use it as energy for you that you'll spend on uh, various abilities throughout the game. So they all kind of like cycle together as a mechanic. If you die, you lose energy from the valley 
if you take too much energy from the valley, the valley dies, or if you, or, you know, you can give energy back to the valley to heal it. Yeah. There are orbs floating around that you can also collect, so you're not just, like, constantly taking from the environment. You can just collect mm-hmm. the orbs and then put it right back in. And presumably, yep. if the valley dies, you lose the game, and the world goes yep. to shit, and... But that never happened to me. <laughs> nope, never once. I actually don't know what happens if you... If you do that, I've never let the valley die. No. It was, uh, the the most I, it gives you, like, a bar of, like, ten health, and you lose two health per tick, but every time you come back to life, you can just get it right back up in, like, ten seconds. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a pretty, it's a system that I think is really cool and unique, but kind of fell flat because it was a little too easy to get energy back because as michael said there's a bunch of like blue floating orbs around and if you just collect all the orbs then you're full of energy and you can just basically get lives for free like yeah the blue orbs might as well just be lives also yeah and and there's an abundance of them they are you will not uh have want for them there's just so much floating around okay it's yeah that's the mechanics in a nutshell and as as we'll go through we'll we'll grab a couple other ones too so you get the leaf suit and um you're i think you're pretty like head for that like hey this must be where the life seat is yeah and you get this is your first chance in the life suit to actually just or the leaf suit and (laughs) (laughs) the life suit the life and death suit should have led with that (laughs) (laughs) this is the life and death suit oh we should come up with an acronym for that and they will die (laughs) the lead suit It's the lad suit. The mad lad suit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. We're only past the first part. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's okay. (laughs) This is the first time you get to really run around. And as you, like, go down hills, you start to gather speed, and you can jump really far distances. I remember when I first started playing, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. There's this gorgeous environment, and this music is really good, and it's really fun, and it feels fluid. And I'm having a lot of fun running around and jumping. What did you think? Yeah. No, that was that was the... This is one of the heights of the games when all of the, like, story stopped. And I just got to, like, run around the valley and, like, jump things and um, go down hills at large speeds. And then, like, once you got to the tip of the hill after you came down from, like, a, a long hill, getting to do a super long floaty jump. Whew. Yeah. That was a fun part. I really enjoyed that. And I think that going forward, a lot of those moments shine where you get to, like, you know, get to do the fastness and the jumping and, like, the the more, like, I'll just say it right now. This game makes me feel like playing Sonic in a <laughs> 3D environment and what, like, the feeling of the gameplay of Sonic is, like, it's a lot about going fast and you know finding the best areas to get around quickly and i think the moment that it stops it feels a little like i mean it has to stop because you know, yeah whatever but but does it have to stop so soon <laughs> exactly like it i almost would love a game that was majoritively this Oh, absolutely. Like this is mostly a, running through a freeform valley. Yeah, it, it's a great um, 
platforming mechanic. It feels very fluid, like gravity. Gravity is your bitch. You don't give a fuck about gravity. Exactly. <laughs> and it oh, and it's just so light and airy, and it's just a lot of fun to just jump around because it feels so good in your hands when you're running around. It it really does. It's like imagine because I feel like a lot of 3D platformers feel a little bit limited, like. As we were just talking about, I was talking about, like, you know, the Sonic shit is, like, in the 3D songs, ah, you feel so fucking limited with how you can move around. And, like, in other 3D platformers, I feel like, aren't this, like, grandiose with the speeds and jumping you can do. Yeah. However, I feel like that does lend itself to end up being a little bit simpler. And I'm okay with that part being yeah. the simple part. Yeah, there wasn't an over, like an overabundance of mechanics here to like bog you down or have you worry about. Like the parts of this game where you were just running around were definitely the best, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and we've got a lot of good ones of those. So um, after this this like lake area, you head to a valley that is <laughs> another valley that is a giant tree that has a bunch of roots connecting to other places it's a big fucking tree and also the roots are way bigger than the tree itself oh so much I don't know bigger if that's like a tree thing like are trees roots bigger than the tree itself well yes okay. <laughs> yes interesting interesting i didn't Ro know this <laughs> root systems can often extend further than the actual crown of the tree like for however wide a tree is the roots are just as wide if not wider and they can go really deep I mean, there's a reason those things don't just blow over in the wind, because there's a lot above ground to catch wind. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the tree in this game is, like, bigger than a redwood. Like, bigger than the biggest redwood. They call it what? Isn't it, like, the Titan something? Yeah, it's, like, the Titan something, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Titan something. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> 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 but, so, to move on in this area, you have to activate these, like, you have to, like, activate these three obelisks, and you're collecting these acorns from trees, and you're opening up these acorn doors, and you shoot energy into these nodes at the end of the roots in these trees, and the tree gets bigger each time you shoot energy into it, I mean significantly bigger, mm -hmm. um, and eventually, it'll just kind of prop itself up and open up a cavern underneath it where you are supposed to collect the legendary life seed that uh, you've been hearing about this whole time. And it is not there, my friend. It is not. It's it, there. You run back. The game's over. You bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would play again. I speed run that shit. So, uh, yeah. Not there. Shit. It's 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 real upsetting moment. You, you figure out. Oh, you know what? You know what's important that we haven't mentioned? <laughs> is it the recordings? <laughs> it, it is the recording. <laughs> Your leaf suit also comes with these like. We're very bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. We need <laughs> Alex here. We need Alex. Come Alex, back come the back. Podcast. <laughs> come back from the dead, you zombie. <laughs> yeah. So this this woman named Virginia King is uh was hired on the team and uh she kind of just leaves recordings in the leaf suit i guess i don't understand how the technology really works but once you hit certain areas a recording of her plays and uh she just kind of like gives you some more information about the uh the world so uh, at this point she kind of gives you 
the information about like how the team found this place and that there's these little sprites around these little like they call them daemons right yeah matt daemons because it was very inspired by the actor (laughs) yeah they look exactly like matt daemon it's really bizarre (laughs) uh, so those things you can also give and take life from and they're really creepy when you take life away from them oh they get all dark and purple and they have this angry face on them yeah it's real spooky yeah so uh at that point it's just pretty much like we're discovering the world and this tree is the connection for everything and then she does mention the life seed and uh i guess there was like a tribe here beforehand or something like that yes she she took to calling them the Sisurians. Sisurians, right yeah and they were supposed to be like these like like um like the native american she talked about the native american she talked about the aztecs um, and other like ancient civilizations and she was like oh well there's like evidence of aztec architecture here but what are they doing so far north and what are they doing in the rockies there's no natural so- food source for them so how do they maintain a life up here all these questions that um starts to get the player thinking mm-hmm. yeah so um <clears throat> at that point you fall through i think you go through the life tree and then kind of fall around, and you end up at Titan Rock, which is just, like, another giant hill where there's a huge escalator that they built up here. And I uh, think at this point... It's an elevator, not an escalator. Elevator. Whoops. Whoops, that's the wrong <laughs> Make sure thing. to hang onto the handrail as you go up <laughs> as you go for about a mile and a half escalator ride. <laughs> There's music playing the whole time from God knows where. <laughs> That's great. So um, you uh, you had to, of course, it doesn't work. And I think at that point, it gave me the like a scale of military funds that went into this, which are just like infinite, exorbitant. Yeah. So, um, I I liked this part. I guess it, it's kind of like a transition in between some of the uh some of the other parts of the game because you're heading towards this facility called the soma facility so any 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 thoughts about that part titan rock is the first place where you get basically a lynx hook shot i really like that upgrade it was cool it was a cool upgrade but i think it had the same problem with a couple other features of this game where it just like ended up being too useful you know what i mean like what do you mean too useful like like the game like was it was like a crux no like it just let you do too much like if i if i got attached to one of those i could fly wherever i wanted to go oh that's true like it it gives you so much momentum when you release from it so much momentum and it just gives you like the most mobility ever in this game like it it's one of the definitely the best the best power ups in this thing. Yeah, so. I had a lot of fun with know. it though, and you're introduced it's to it at fun. this part. Yeah, yeah, it's still fun. It's just like I I wish there was like just a couple more like interesting parts to it. Yeah, it was know. fairly I, like uninspired. You could, like, e- like you could uh, like ec- like retract or tighten up your shot or something like that, or I'm not sure what, but. Yeah. I just wish there's just a little something more. A little something more? I mean, I could agree with you on that. It didn't seem like... 
like you could do a lot with it but what the game wanted you to do with it was not very much yeah exactly it wanted you to like here cross this lake with the hook shot that you could also almost double jump across yeah yeah exactly you usually you didn't even have to use the hook shot that's Um, true yeah there were several times where i just skipped it altogether yeah yeah except the part where they want you to pick up the hook shot before you progress (laughs) yes very important (laughs) Which, you know, it is okay. It is okay to be like, hey, you can use the hook shot here or you can double jump. Like, I'm okay with that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too much to say about this. Um, they tried to, like, do a gag. Not like a gag, but when you're riding in the elevator, <laughs> this wacky zany music starts playing. No. Uh, when you're in the elevator, it starts uh, going up a little bit and then it immediately just goes... And then you fall down 20 feet. And I think it was yeah. supposed to, like, scare you a little bit. And I'm like, I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. The, obviously, elevators never fucking work. Elevators always fail. <laughs> yes. In games like this. It's the if rule it's of old, video games. It's gonna fail. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, after Titan Rock, you get to head to the Soma facility, which is the um, main... Uh, I guess, I guess it's, you could call it like the facility of the the like government facility. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you got a couple other extra tidbits from from Virginia, and also you. I think at this point you get a couple from Andrew Fisher, who is the antagonist pretty much of this. It seems I, like where I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's talking about developing weapons. And uh, how the life seed is going to assist him in creating this this like massive weapon. Yeah, he wants uh, to beat Oppentimer. Oppentimer, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and, uh, and any kind of nukes, best nuke. Yeah, once uh, best nuke, North Korea would be proud of him. Um, <laughs> and you go through all of his audio journals, which at this point it's basically copy paste Bioshock. With, like, things yeah. from Andrew Ryan. Like, it's, Andrew... Ugh. He's different than Andrew Ryan, but the Soma facility itself is a lot like Bioshock, and the music is kind of like Bioshock, and the voice actor is kind of like Andrew Ryan, like you said. It's just... It's it's a lot of Bioshock-esque elements, and I think a lot of the... Um, yeah, a lot of vibes that have done, been done before. Not like they were blatantly copying anyone else or anything. I'm yeah. sure this is like all original, but it's just been done already. It was somewhat uninspired with like fair tweaks here and there. Yeah, um, story-wise, yeah. Once you hit up the, the Soma facility, you get to the actual life seed which is inside of a reactor. And at this point, it goes, well, you can't just take it from here and be done with it. Now you have to feel bad because there is a facility on the other side of this island that is (laughs) taking energy from the life seed and then kind of like, I didn't exactly get the explanation of that, but it's pretty much just creating a loop of energy through the life seed yeah so instantly what happens is is the soma facility is collecting all of these orbs from the valley automatically this this so-called life force sort of thing sending it to another facility the astra 
where it sends oh wait oh this is hard man they did a poor job of explaining this i feel like <laughs> yeah because when i heard it i'm like mm-hmm, yeah that makes sense yeah. but when i really think about it i go i i don't really get this i don't know they're, they're <laughs> sending the energy through the life seed to amplify it and turn it into a different kind of energy that's like weapons grade so they can make yeah. bombs out of it because you can just convert energy really easily <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how it works. It, it's basically like it's like a glass prism. You know, you put in light, you get out a rainbow. <laughs> that's yeah. what's happening here. Yeah, essentially. Yep. And uh, you take the life seed, and shit starts going wrong. It's like I, you know, we don't know how to react to this. And I believe at this point you get introduced to the idea that if you were to overcharge the um, the uh, Astra facility pretty much just like giving it an over overshock or overage it would also explode and be done with yeah. so you can get rid of both the factories and be done with this so at this point how are you feeling story-wise like you know i uh i haven't been digging it so much like they're talking about this like world shattering life seed and i'm just like okay and they're like, oh, Virginia King, she thinks, you know, there are all these demons and it's this really cool life thing and, you know, the world deserves to see it. And I'm like, yeah, fine, cool. Um, I just want to run and jump like more. A, yeah, you feel like a little bit of an observer. Yeah. To the, to the situation. See, I, I felt a little connected, but I think my main problem was I felt like at this point it was already done with. Like, was, am I supposed to perceive that Andrew Fisher is still alive or like wanting to make this weapon or because it's completely abandoned? Yeah. So why am I finishing it off if no one's there? Yeah, it doesn't really like, I think if you had left everything alone, like down the line, they say, oh, yes, this facility could have been running for years and it would have just been, you know, going on in this loop. And it's just like, so if I didn't touch it, nothing would bad would have happened? Exactly. Would I better touch it. Anything? <laughs> yeah, and like, I guess it's a good thing to be like, now no one can have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now no one can use the evil giant weapon. And I guess that's pretty valiant. But it didn't feel as um, important. I kind of wish that, I think this game would have really benefited from an antagonist that was there at the time. Yeah, someone that could have been like, oh, well, no, I'm going to just strip all the life force from the entire world because I'm angry. Whatever his reason Something is. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I still want to create the ultimate weapon. I'm going to, you know, suck all the world from this valley and, like, you know, and you're like, no, I want to protect nature. And also, I got to prove to the people I'm not crazy. I got to bring them this life seed. Exactly. I want to be indie. Come on. Give me that yeah. fedora. <laughs> right. I need that free beer. I don't know how much I'm hurting. The um, links men will go to for a free beer. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the driving force for me at this point was, well, I mean, besides the gameplay, and it was kind of fun. The driving force is, so what actually happened to all the people? You know, like, exactly. how come no one's yeah. around anymore? Did they just run out of money? Yeah, Maybe. I wanted to figure that out. Is it, is what happened to everybody? The the reactor is gonna blow, so you get to the best part in the game, and that is this uh, these rails, right? 
that when you run on them, you go really fast. They're like supercharged rails. Yeah, they glow when you're running along them, and you just take off. It's, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Definitely the best part of the game right here. It, best part? See, I'm, I'm pretty torn up. I really like the valley, the um, the life tree area, because mm-hmm. it was fun to just kind of. It was more. It felt like a little bit more freeform, yeah, and yeah, linear as far as like where I could go, and I did really like that. But also, this was the best linear part. So I think I liked them for two separate reasons: is I could kind of like parkour around the valley and just like make really cool, sick jumps. And this one, it was just really thrilling. Uh, just running down and there's this great music that's happening and very thrilling heroics oh yeah and they all kind of like sync to your jump so like you're like oh man i'm coming on to jump it's gonna go and it goes and it like stops and then while you're in the air and then the music resumes when you keep on running and it's oh, fantastic yeah. that i think right there what you said is probably i think for me the strongest part of this game was yeah. the music direction because, like you said, it's synced up in several parts. Um, like when you get the water skipping upgrade, which I'll talk about later, um, and then this running in on the rails part, the music syncs up with you as you go along. And there are these several huge jumps. I mean, you're airborne for a good, like, 8 seconds, 10 seconds sort of thing. And you're covering distance. And it's just really fast. And during this part, there's this really sweet, like, drum beat that's going through um and and it's supposed to just hype you up and it definitely did hype me up um and it just fits so perfectly to the mood of the place like you're in this big cavern you know it's dark you're exploring but you're also just having a lot of fun and it's just really like action-packed sort of thing and the music fit very well with this and it changed as you went it was reactive to what the player was doing um which you don't always get in games so uh, yeah, I, I definitely I like appreciated it. More of a trend, but when this game came out, I think um, that was a pretty like non thing that people were doing. Yeah, but, yeah, I liked it a lot. Definitely one of the best parts of the game. So, um, <clears throat> you end up at Camp Hende at this point, which is kind of like the middle point in between you and the Astra facility. Um, I think from this point on the story is just kind of like re-verified of what's happening and uh, you get a little bit more insight into who uh, Virginia King was and also who uh, Edwin Hall is. And he was one of the pathfinders who, you know, who used the leaf suit and stuff like that, that kind of had like a little, little, little relationship with Virginia King. And I don't, I didn't get off. I feel like I didn't absorb their relationship too well did you like um what did you get from that because i feel like i didn't get a whole lot from that of like understanding of what really mattered in it because there's a lot of details about them but i didn't know what to pick up to be like this is important for me to know yeah i think they left it fairly vague because you are learning about their relationship through notes and radio things uh radio Mm -hmm. uh, signals and yeah, in the beginning, Virginia says, oh, well, there's this pilot named Edwin, and I think he's cute. But what would he see in an archaeologist like me? <laughs> and then it turns out he sees enough in her, and they start talking and hanging out. Oh, and it's great. These young kids in love. Um, 
And then Virginia says, but we gotta save the aminals! <laughs> and Edwin's like, anything for you, baby! I'll commit treason! And he commits treason, and they both end up in jail. And that's okay. actually what happens. Okay, alright. See, the jail part I got, but I didn't really get anything in the middle, so... Yeah, they just kind of fell the, in love. They're saving the daemons, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're actually saving everything. I think the animals and the daemons. Yeah, and they're like, All oh, the well, daemons. this facility is killing the killing the environment. Let's yeah. not kill everything. Which is, you know, fairly noble and logical and straightforward. We probably shouldn't kill yep. everything. And like I said in the beginning, your character is just like, Virginia King? Question mark? She did this? She went to jail? Oh, so this? she went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like every time you hear something, yes, it's reconfirmed with that. So, yeah. That was one of my least favorite parts. Anyways, <laughs> moving forward, uh, we, you. Um, we got to pick up speed. Is there any hills nearby? <laughs> we got to pick up speed on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we just need a slight incline. So somewhere along the way, you get these magnet shoes, blah, 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 blah. And we we get to these proving grounds where there is, like, you, you come up upon this ridge and you look over and then you just see this huge, like, chasm before you that is just filled with these hookshot points. And they're all suspended with these lines that are, like, embedded in various rocks or trees. And it goes down a good 15 stories or so. And there is just these tons of these hookshot points all around with these glowing red eyes looking at you and you just look and you're like yeah i can dig this and then the music starts it's gonna be some fun oh it's gonna be great and the music starts and you just like you run and you jump and you just start swinging for about 20 minutes it really took 20 minutes well i took my time i was looking for the medallions oh, okay yeah. yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah it was goddamn medallions but, so we should talk about the medallions real quick. Okay. Also, also, there are a bunch of collectibles, right? So you can get the acorns that we mentioned earlier, and they get you to these acorn doors that have power-ups in them, pretty much. I, I only didn't get two of the acorn doors, I think. I think so, too, um, yeah. And, uh, excuse me, you also get these medallions that uh, they kind of hype up this pyramid a lot. That's like, there's this pyramid, and it's said to hold all the secrets. You got to get that pyramid. And then some of the uh, the notes from different path pathfinders are like, I found two medallions today. You know, like, it's a good day. Got to get in there. <laughs> today was a good day. Today was a good day. <laughs> and, um, Surely so my family will not go hungry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> As I found two medallions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there is a, uh, so you've, you've been, you, you're kind of like looking, because they're hyping up the pyramids, so you're looking for all these medallions, and god damn it, does it slow down the gameplay so hard for me to, like, want to look for these medallions, because I think it's really important that I get inside this pyramid. Oh, yeah, they hype it up like crazy. It's like every other note is just, oh, well, the the raptors or the land sharks have found three medallions today and all this, and they're just hyping it up. But I think this is the worst part about the game, hands down. 
the worst part about the game. You're right. Every time you're running fast or you're actually like enjoying the mechanics where you're jumping and you're doing all this, you know, cool acrobatic stuff, in the back of your head or the front of your head, you <laughs> you're saying, Oh well, I better stop immediately and search the area for medallions. It breaks up the gameplay every thirty seconds and it was the worst. I didn't even make it to the end. Like I opened up, there There are two doors, one that takes 30 medallions and then another one that takes 40. And and I got, I think I got 45 total. And I just said, so, nope. So here's the thing about that too, is I expected A, an extra level, like a bonus level, or a nice bit of lore that could have told me more about this ancient society that was here before. Yeah. You guys want to know what it is? Well, tell us, Uncle really Duncan. I really want to know what it is. It's a fucking upgrade for your leaf suit. This game is so easy. It's so goddamn easy, <laughs> and they're giving us upgrades. It's infuriating. It's infuriating that you'd have to pick up all those medallions to stop the fun gameplay just to, quote-unquote, enhance the gameplay. No, it doesn't enhance the gameplay at all, and I'll tell you why. You get energy upgrades for your max energy all the time. All the time. They hand it to you, hand over fist. You have all this max energy. I never once ran out of energy. I never once felt like I was in a position where I needed more energy. There are these, like, grown-up demons that you fight, uh, and they take, like, three shots to dissipate, or you get, like, these swarms of bees that essentially do the same thing. I would fight tons of them they all drop these orbs and i never once ran out of energy and they're nope. giving you an upgrade at the end of the game no lore nothing exciting just oh spend less energy even though you already don't have an issue with it like yep. fuck me yeah fuck me man i just ruined my experience with this game for absolutely nothing yeah if if you guys are still interested in playing this game because the gameplay is fantastic don't pick up the acorns or the uh, or the medallions. Don't worry about them. Just play the game. You don't need the acorns. You don't need the medallions. You probably don't even really need the energy upgrades. You really should just play the game without worrying about the collectibles. Because yeah. if you did, the game becomes A, like half an hour shorter, and B, much, much better of a game. So much and, better. Uh, and uh, there are, I think there are like, so you said 30 for one of them and like 40 for the other, and yeah. there are 85 medallions in the game. And uh, there's a second door. And you know what's past the fucking second door? Is another upgrade with nothing, nothing else. So it's so bad. It's it's the worst. Yeah. The worst part about the game. So I, I've never been more disappointed with the bonus. Yeah. And it just broke up the gameplay. Just yeah. Like, it, it gives replay value, but they don't tell you that up front. It ruins yeah. the initial experience for you, which is the one that you know, leaves the greatest impression in my beginning. Because there was that yeah. time where you first get the leaf suit and you're running around and the music's playing and I'm like, oh, this is great. What's this about no, medallions? No no, <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Look at that brown box. You gotta oh, press E on that brown box and get those medallions. Yeah. Don't forget about the medallions. Look around every Boys corner. Oh, you just ran past this uh, area really fast? Spend half an hour searching it and finding yeah. nothing. <laughs> now you can go back to running. <laughs> yeah, now you can enjoy the game again. Oh, wait, yes. you can't? Sorry. Our Sorry, bad. Your brain's too obsessed with fucking medallions because we've pounded into your head. Oh, okay. Medallion propaganda. <sighs> oh, man. You know, the government put those medallions there. 
They probably did. <laughs> so people became obsessed with them, and they never got to the Astra facility. Yeah, I blame the government. Just like us. <laughs> never getting to that chapter. Never. <laughs> oh. Okay, rant over. Yes, rant is over. So, um, one of the coolest upgrades in the game that I'm sad that you only really got to use for a little bit, the skipper, and you can just run across the water, and only for a limited time, though. But you can't jump on it. You can't, like, land on water, but you have to be, like, get a running start at, like, a beach area, you know what I mean? And then run yeah. across to a little island. And that part was so cool. I loved it. Because not only are you just running across the water, it speeds you up as you're doing it, too. So you're just running around like like it was those supercharged rails. You're gaining tons of speed, and you're jumping across these islands, across this huge lake. And... There was actually a secret area uh, that I got to at the end um, of that lake. I don't know. Did you find this? There, there was like this hidden so. area like to the south of it or something. And you had to run to this island. And then you look off into the distance and you see something poking out of the water. And you're like, is that a piece of land? Is it going to reset everything if I touch that? Well, only one way to find out. So I start running across. And, I st and it gives you the sign that you're going to drown. So I jump, and I barely touch the land, and it resets it. And then I'm running towards this way bigger island in the back, and um, I get to, uh, and I get, like, I get an energy upgrade and a medallion, which was really cool. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Getting there was really cool, because that's, like, the exploration part that yeah. is, like, intuitive and fun. Um, and not just, like, it didn't take you out of the action. That was just a part of it. Which was I really wish that instead of medallions, I could have learned little tiny bits about this like really cool ancient society because I honestly I was way more interested in the uh, what did they call them again? The Caesurians. The Caesurian society than I was with the introduction of the government. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the lore was really cool. There were these there are these giant like stone heads and colossi, but instead you listener. I know you. You're thinking about the Easter Island heads, aren't you? No, these are like <laughs> these are like big heads with like open mouths and sharp teeth coming out of them, and they're really scary looking. Um, yeah, I like them all. Yeah, and you know they give you a little bit of story, like oh, these people believed in giant cannibals, and I'm like, what? <laughs> exactly. See, I want to know more about the giant cannibals. I don't really give a fuck about someone wanting to create the biggest nuclear weapon so they can't be afraid from russia or something like that like i i just don't care about that i just no this was really cool there are all these like sprites that. and spirits you know and okay i'm learning about another mad scientist post-world war ii okay yeah, exactly yeah so um you finally get to the facility after skipping along the lake gotta find a way into it uh just kind of break in through <laughs> pretty much just running around the facility which i do actually really like the parkour kind of like parkour sections of this where you're like using the building uh like ramps and stuff like that to um to make really cool jumps across buildings because that's like i think that's like everyone's fantasy is to just like jump in between buildings oh like, yeah on roofs like run on roofs and like jump in between them like that would be so much fun it would be very fun Although I watch YouTube videos of people who do that, and it just uh, it, it makes my stomach do flips just watching people do it. <laughs> but if I had a suit that literally just like if I fucked up and I just landed, I either die and come back to life, and a tree dies, like 
whatever. You yeah. Know, like, I'm worth more than a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just collect a few orbs. I'll bring the tree back, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it exactly, doesn't matter. Dude. Yeah, if I lived in that, that world, I'd be jumping between buildings. I'd be jumping through a lot of things. I'd be, I'd be yeah. So um, you you break in there and then uh, you fall into this pit and it's got bones in it. And it's big cavern. Spooky. And then you've been <laughs> fighting these weird like spirits uh, by like pumping energy into them, and uh, you get like the little speech thing that's like this must be where someone is feeding or something is feeding it's called the feeding grounds the feeding grounds right and then uh this giant version of the like daemon that you've your little big daemons that you've been fighting comes out and uh yeah that's a boss fight yeah it's a legitimate boss fight to something that hasn't been hyped up and you (laughs) defeat in about 45 seconds (laughs) yeah it takes like no time at all and it does have one cool move that I really liked is it floated up into the sky and like shot rings of fire and energy out. And like you had to like jump around and dodge the rings and stuff like that. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. I think the enemy design in this game in general was pretty lacking. And I don't think it really needed enemies. But if you're going to put it in there, at least put two to three kinds in there don't just give it more health like (laughs) that's all it did is just kept giving the same enemy more health and a different appearance yeah and it wasn't a hard fight at all Duncan, do you remember were there difficulty settings in this game no okay definitely not i checked all right also speaking of settings if you guys are gonna play this game inverse sprint jesus christ when are you not gonna sprint in this game oh dude Yes. Did you not do that? I didn't. I just held down the left trigger the whole time. Oh, you're poor pinky, man. I know. You're poor pinky. (laughs) I know. Wait, wait, wait. I played on a controller. Did you play on the keyboard? I played on a keyboard. Okay. I I feel like this is one of those, like, games that's enhanced on a controller. You know, just the old school. Sit back in a chair, lounge back, you know. It's more intuitive. I thought it would be a little bit more intense than that, but you're probably right. Probably would have been better on that. So, it was probably more comfortable with a controller to hold sprint down but for me it sucked <laughs> and like by my first play session i was just like ah my pinky actually hurts because it's just holding down the shift key the whole time because walking is useless walking is so useless you're right though i didn't even know to to invert it because i was holding down the trigger the entire game there was <laughs> no point because you don't have like stamina or anything you just run for it's like do I want to walk very slowly and get there in half an hour, or do I want to actually beat this game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, definite criticism on the game there. Just just make it the run speed is the default one, and then if you wanted to walk around, then you can hold down the button. Yeah. Why is that not the default? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so, um, once you defeat the boss... You kind of just go through more facility-esque places. Uh, the mad scientist sounds matter, and um, it reaches is, a crescendo. He, yes, he like admits to knowing about you know like the the kind of like resistance against him, and he's like, it was a good plan and all, but it sucked, and <laughs> now they're dead, and I'm great. 
and pretty much you get the opportunity to finish what they started and you put the life seed in the appropriate area and you just fire a bunch of energy at the soma facility with the gun and you also overreact the facility that you're currently in yeah everything blows so up. the soma ex- facility explodes and then the other one is going to explode which is awfully convenient <laughs> that you get a little bit of time wait wait so then you duncan mm-hmm. you missed yes. the most important reveal Yes. All those little floating orbs of energy were Damon oh, eggs. Oh, they were Damon eggs, right? So I've been collecting Damon eggs this whole game. And just shooting them, just like, you know, shooting them like fireworks, just for fun. You know, there were times I wasn't even aiming at anything. I'm just like, whoa, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it turns out it was baby sprites. That's what they were. They were just babies. Sorry, guys, this is a, this is a lewd. This is a lewd comment here. Oh boy! Do you think that's a? Do you think that's commentary on masturbation? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. You just, you're just shooting out a bunch of damon seeds. You're just shooting eggs, seed up into fair. the air. You know, <laughs> it gets in your hair. Nonsensical. Yeah. <laughs> you're just shooting it around. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that reveal. I think that was kind of cool. I kind of liked that. Yeah, I had an issue with it, which is, if they're spirits, how do they contain them in glass jars? They they, they had, like, these, oh, yeah. these demon spirits <laughs> in these giant glass jars, and the thing is like, oh, it's a living thing. They put them in these glass jars and suck the life force out of them. Like, yeah, but how? how? You, yeah, you can't exactly. physically hold them. Like, did you do some yeah. Ghostbusters shit? What did you end up doing? Um... Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty silly. That's the reason all these spirits were against uh, the main character and like fighting you is because oh well, you're a human who uh, and humans had started harvesting the valley and harvesting the eggs, and that's why we decided to eat you. Been harvesting them the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I think, uh, like you said earlier, kind of like a more personal character though. And a voice actor, if it was good, would have made that scene more important. You know what I mean? Like, to hear someone internally struggling with the fact that they've been collecting eggs and shooting them around, like, all day. Yeah. Is, would be like, for me, I'd be like, ugh, gross, but also sad. Ah, I'm filled with just weird emotions. Wait a second. Like, does that mean, I'm just having this realization, some of those spirits that you fought would drop, like, 30 eggs were they did we just blow up a pregnant woman but you're throwing eggs at her i'm very confused uh blue isle industries (laughs) or please address this please Please address this yeah (laughs) if um if you can send us a message about how you get eggs shoot them (laughs) at the things that make the eggs wait this is like banjo kazooie more eggs oh yeah <laughs> fucking kazooie man i know so um you know, you blow up the thing you escape the facility and as you're one of the pretty cool moments is you're running out and then you jump into the lake and like behind you it explodes and then somehow you fucking you're held up by a piece of scrap metal and you take the leaf suit off and one of my favorite moments in the game, like where I was like, "Huh, that was cool," 
was uh, the radio also drops on there, and Andrew Fisher is just screaming just madly about how he's gonna make the ultimate weapon, and you just you just take that shit and you shove it in the water. <laughs> yeah, he just casually like, pushes it like a cat, like knocking a glass yeah. off a shelf. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear this dude anymore, and I'm like, thank you, because I don't either. And then the credits roll, and that was Valley. That's Valley. So, end ending. I thought that it was fine. It was whatever. The I think it doesn't make any sense. Even though I liked it, it doesn't make any sense for the character who like had all of these ideas about the life sea and like was really like no one believes me and stuff like that. I'm sure that was going through them. Why didn't they take the recording back? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine. Or the leaf suit back. You know what I mean? Like I think there's a lot of evidence but i think there'll be enough evidence by just bringing people to the rebble of this facility oh yeah and uh just showing them everything yeah because like cap hende wouldn't have been blown up or like um i don't know probably the valley next to the soma facility probably also wasn't completely destroyed i mean there's there's enough you know also i really hate how all of these upgrades are placed right like story-wise it's like I am a scientist, and I'm going to put all of the <laughs> upgrades for the suits exactly where they need to be. <laughs> if there's a lake here, I'm going to put it right before the lake. <laughs> that way, if someone needs it, they can pick it up and do it. I would have really loved to see more leaf suits around, and I would like to just, like, rip it out of a leaf suit. You know what I mean? Oh, that would have been I cool. Feel like it would have been way cooler that way. I, I really don't like how it was just like, this is a box with the exact upgrade you need. It just like, like, seemed too convenient. Like, what if there was, like, a leaf suit and a skeleton inside of it on an island in the middle of the lake yes. who didn't have the Lake Skipper upgrade? <laughs> like, and that's what he did. It. I love it. See, I, I just think they missed a lot of opportunities to make some, some cool choices with uh, lore. I think the background for this game is excellent. Like the 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 setting is great and some of the little bits of lore are really good mm-hmm. but the the actual story they ran with was pretty weak yeah i would agree with you on that i mean if, if for one thing like all the daemons and saving the little sprites and everything i i just felt I don't know about you. I felt zero attachment to those things. No, I don't give a fuck about them. I didn't have if, a single reason to care. Me, if it gave me an advantage, I would suck all the life from the valley. <laughs> like I just, and the demons. I just didn't, I don't know. Yeah, if I had the choice to just like either suck all the energy out of the valley and become a god or save everything, well, <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> don't need them. Yeah. Right. It just didn't, so, I didn't seem like there was a good reason to, other than being, like, an environmentalist, which Virginia King obviously was. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of following in her footsteps. Yeah. So I think throughout this, we've ripped, we've ripped on it a little bit, give it some love. And I think overall, my final opinion of this is, I think it's a good game in gameplay, and you will enjoy the settings a lot, but the story just it just doesn't matter you could play this game on mute i think it would well i mean with the voices down the music's great uh so just play with the voices off and don't grab any of the collectibles yeah if you would have done those two things i think this would be a great game 
uh, or you could just rewrite the story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in your head, <laughs> the story had some interesting points, and you know, you were curious about like the Caesarians and everything, but absolutely couldn't agree more. Like this, there just needs to be a disclaimer with this game, which is the first time you play through this. Don't worry about the collectibles. That's the biggest takeaway. You will, you. Yeah. This game was enjoyable. It could have been much more enjoyable if I wasn't worried about those other things. And then I could have replayed it and found the medallions later, and you know, gone back with some of the upgrades and did stuff. Exactly. If yeah. I just would have known that, like, hello, this is the leaf suit man. Collecting medallions will upgrade your leaf suit. I would have been fine with that. I'd been okay. That's okay. It doesn't make any sense, but I'll, I'll. I won't really worry about it. Yeah. I don't think I need the upgrade. Yeah. But also, what a what a lame upgrade. At least give me an upgrade so I can, like, explore extra stuff now. Yeah, what if like, it was, like, a triple because, jump or just, like, yeah. give me some rockets. I want to I wanna fly. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, like, ro- like weaponized rockets. Like, I want to blow some parts of the valley I up. need to Let's... blow up those sprites. <laughs> give me a chainsaw. I'm cutting down that titan tree. <laughs> just total, give this the doom treatment. So I'm wondering, I thought personally that I think this game would work better as a more like open world experience of like getting to explore a valley. And I kind of thought that's what it would be more of. And some of the linear parts were really great, but I think there would be a really, really cool way in like some kind of a sequel form to combine like the linear moments with a more like open world area of the life tree. I'm not talking like you have to like make a giant world, but I really liked the free formness of exploring the tree area. Yeah. The Cerceris like Valley on the vines. And yeah, that was definitely my favorite part of the game. Yeah. I mean, that part was really cool because they gave you these declines where you could pick up speed and they gave you these jumping challenges but you could do it at your leisure it wasn't like get from point a to point b it's like no 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 just take your time peruse a little stay a while Um, stay a while and listen i think the linearity of this game was ultimately necessary and i i think for a sequel they could definitely tweak it but for this game it had a story to tell the story could have been improved i mean it wasn't it wasn't too bad you know, I'm not yeah, going to say, like, it was a bad worse. story. Yeah. Yeah, there's worse, but there's definitely also better. Yeah. If you're looking to jump into this for a story-based experience, look somewhere else. But I think for the gameplay itself, it's pretty rocking. And there's some just, like, general mechanics that we didn't really even get to talk about. I think we talked about most all of the upgrades, but there's still a lot of things that if you're interested in it, you could still hop in and run around the leaf suit with. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you have any other thoughts on the game? Anything else you want to... I've got, like... Yeah, hit me up. Hit me, hit me with it. Okay. Okay. You know, I peppered mine throughout most of the, the rest, so... Yeah, there was... There, there was, like, a couple of the big points that I wanted to talk about. There were, like, there were a couple themes of, like, body and soul, you know, Soma and Astra, because, you know, Soma means body and, I think, Latin or... It's probably Latin. Um, and, you know, I think that's an overarching theme of like, okay, well, the body relies on the soul and the soul relies on the body. Uh, and there's a note that says, um, actually, no. Was it a note or was it a Virginia King tape that says like, um, like, 
are we just the universe expressing itself? You know, there were some really big ideas in these notes that could have been expanded on thematically, but instead there were just like these little tidbits of ideas that you could think about. Um, and, and then there's obviously the big one, which is like harmony with nature and finding a balance in it, not just like sucking all the resources out of this valley, because when you do that, uh, it ultimately leads to your downfall. You know, right. did you get that out of this story? Yeah, I, I got some of those those points. Um, the like body and soul thing didn't really hit me that much, mm-hmm. but I could see how you could take that away from. I think the the nature thing I 100% got obviously, but like it it affected me very little. Mm-hmm. I guess like I picked up on a lot of the things, but in the end, I think those for me personally because I'm a I receive story a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I think I would have liked to have seen some of those examples from the uh, from the ancient civilization of why it's important to preserve the energy or the the environment that that they were in. Yeah. Um. I never really got the sense of why the demons are important to me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or like, or like the world around me. And, and uh, they just kind of seem like another animal. And I mean, you know, all creatures of life are important, but it, I don't know. I kind of just wish I would have known a little bit more about them so I could feel a little bit more. Yeah. They, they said like, okay, conserving the environment is important. Why? Because it'll kill us if we don't. That's the thing. But there are, I feel like they could have expanded on that idea a little bit, and it just didn't seem like enough. Um, But there was one other little point, and this happened only once in a note, but I feel like this is the biggest story thing that they missed. And um, it said, it, it talked about like, it talked about how the leaf suit stops you from dying. And it called it this quantum death. And you read in a note that it says, well, when you die, it takes your consciousness and moves it to an alternate timeline where you're still alive. And eventually you just can't keep doing it because you'll run out of timelines. Like if you're an old man and you die, well, there's probably not uh, a timeline where you're living much longer. So you'll die eventually. But I feel like that point is so interesting this idea of like Mm -hmm. dying and moving just to an alternate timeline um that they didn't touch on at all yeah yeah you're you're totally right with like those kind of that's that's a really cool idea i remember that note but i i didn't write it down so that's a good one to, to bring up i think that it would be really cool to begin in different timelines and things are slightly different yeah uh, when you die and come back, so oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it, and they could have done something more with that, but I understand. It was kind of uh, touched on in Bioshock Infinite, though, you know. And by kind of touched yeah. on, I mean, well, that was the main story of Bioshock Infinite, <laughs> with like the infinite timelines and the infinite lighthouses, and you know, an infinite number of realities. But I feel like yeah. the game could have could have maybe I don't know done something with that more. Maybe like, hey, that's a yeah. sequel, even though it's kind of been done. Or I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about it's, it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. There's something that could have been expanded on it. There's a lot of, I think to summarize what we've been talking about in these last couple points is there are so many cool little bits and they're only little bits, but they're so cool. Whereas the overarching is meh. Yeah. You, feel, you agree with me oh, on yeah. that one? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, so there are a lot of little cool bits, and I really like all the ideas that come out of them. And I think I missed a lot, but it just wasn't the fun of running around the hills trumped reading. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or listening. I, I just kind of shut off where I'm like, eh, it's a, I don't, I'm not really worried about that right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe I missed something that I would have liked. Maybe that's my fault. Maybe I should take a look at myself oh. and reevaluate. Wow, Duncan, that's so, oh, that's so introspective. Wow. 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 <laughs> this is this is the one minute we, we just get to say memes. Yeah, we're just going to meme harm. Meme hard. Meme harm. Meme. I don't, I don't meme you any harm. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just for Alex. I dedicate this next hour of memeing to Alex. <laughs> hour (laughs) oh man have you what's what's been your favorite meme lately oh you know the one say it (laughs) it's the guy that just goes watch your profanity (laughs) i can't help it it's just so good (laughs) my current favorite meme is bitcoin That's my favorite one, man. I wish I could scream it as loud as he does. Oh, man. I just can't. Uh, you, you, oh. No one will ever capture his energy. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could capture his energy and put it into the fucking leaf suit, man. <laughs> I could run so fucking fast. Who needs a life seed when you got BitConnect? <laughs> <laughs> the energy of fucking Carlos will power the life suit in the soma facility infinitely <laughs> can, you, can you imagine just putting carlos in the uh in the little like the place where you put the life seed you just stuff him in there and you just hear him scream <laughs> as you fire the gun yeah, yeah. Great, man oh, yeah, oh God, man i wish they'd start memifying video games oh Explorer just comes on to him like 50 years later. He just takes one look and goes, What's up? What's up? What's up? (laughs) 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 Oh man, what a fucking golden goose, man. (sighs) Alex is gonna be so mad, (laughs) (laughs) but the listeners will love it, hopefully. Fingers crossed, baby. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that just about does it. Um, thank you for sticking with us through the the valleyous journey. I don't know when Alex will be coming back from the grave, but um, uh, expect something. I'm gonna we're gonna keep posting. Maybe another episode with Michael. Maybe I'll do something by myself. I don't know. We'll figure it out though. Um. So. What do you uh, What do you uh, usually you, say? Well. Um, I usually give our social media out. If you enjoyed this, you can check us out on twitter.com slash thoughts from P one or search thoughts from player one on Facebook. And, uh, you can email us at thoughts from player one at gmail.com. We like, I like hearing back from people. Um, if you want us to play a certain kind of game, we'll take a look at it or, you know, there's a, any questions you had for us or criticisms? I like criticisms. Tell me if I'm bad <laughs> or good. Duncan, I don't care. nobody's going to think you're bad. You are oh. a perfect human being. 
Well, tell me if Michael's bad. Oh, well, you don't have to do that. <laughs> then I can forward the criticisms to him. My poor little heart can't take it. Oh, okay. Don't, don't <laughs> but tell Michael. Definitely tell us if Alex is bad. Yeah, tell us if Alex is really bad. Go back on the, the couple episodes and let us know if you think he's bad. But I think he's great. I think Michael's great. I think we're all amazing and we all deserve everything. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I so, couldn't agree more. Um, so, yeah, email us, tweet at us. I don't care. Do something. Um, I think that's going to close us out. And uh, as always, I'm Duncan. And as sometimes, I'm Michael. That's all the beef in the pot, boys. All the beef in the pot. That's the season three outro is all the beef in the pot. <sighs> that's spicy. I like it. All the... <laughs> that's all the... Bitcoin <laughs> in the connect. Yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the special Michael ending. Oh, it's beautiful. Watch out for him, All right, good job.